Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Facebook Live. We're live. It's Tuesday evening, seven o'clock. I am going to be honest, I'm a little bit, I think distraught would be a, a reasonable um, a reasonable term to use to discover that Antiques Road Trip is on at seven o'clock on BBC Two on a Tuesday night. I don't know why no one's ever told me this before. I've been doing this Facebook Live every Tuesday night. And I have just this evening discovered that Antiques, I don't know if it's a new scheduling or if it's always been there, but um, I don't know what to do now because I'm missing Antiques Road Trip, which is a program that uh, I think you'll agree is is up there with the, with the greats. Uh, I do love a bit of Antiques Road Trip. I could have it on the TV actually in the background, couldn't I? Which is, um, that'd be rude. So I haven't done that. And we've got someone at the door hello <laughs> no um so we've got we've got some questions t- tonight uh about um we've got some questions about placement of uh implant implants and also uh we've got three questions Um, three questions, Facebook of implants and about a binder and another, another one which I'll remember in a minute. Um, oh yeah, shave a mole. So um, the implant question is about subfascial implants, subglandular implants. Uh, yeah, difference between subfascial and subglandular. It is not a great dif- de- great difference, certainly from a clinic, from a patient's point of view. They're both on top of the muscle. The big difference between where you place the implant is whether you place it on top of the muscle or underneath the muscle. Um, both subglandular and subfascial are, are both on top of the muscle. Um, I tend to favour a subfascial plane, and the fascia is the white layer on top of the muscle. Um, I don't know if you've seen it on a bit of beef. There's a sort of a white layer on top of the muscle. It's called the fascia, um, and you lift up that that layer. Uh, and it gives a bit of extra layer, extra layer of cover over the implant, and it also means that the glandular tissue is sort of held together a bit, bit more because the fascia is left intact. Um, so I feel it gives a little bit more cover than a sub, a straightforward subglandular placement. But um, I wouldn't worry too much about it. There's certainly you can't tell by looking whether someone's got uh, sub fascial or subglandular implants uh that you might not be able to tell whether they've got some muscular to be honest um but uh that i use a sub um fascial plane and that's what it is it's just a little bit better than a subglandular in my view but it's uh, still on top of the muscle and that's the main thing whether it's on top of the muscle or not um question one also next question i've got to check i'm checking i'm checking um, 
moles shaving and excising shaving and excising uh first thing is oh, i've got the dog in now um the first thing is um whether you whether the the, the mole is um raised or not if the mole is not raised then you can't perform a shave excision you have to excise it second thing is whether the we we are worried about the mole or not if we're worried that it's uh, might be cancerous or it might be anything to worry about you're better off excising it because excising it removes a hole of the mole shaving it just removes the bit above shaving just basically means taking it off at the level of the ba the level of the skin and so the bit the raised bit is removed so um, if you're worried that it's cancerous you would excise it because that will get rid of it all and then you'd have a look at it properly under a microscope for histology to see whether it was um uh if it was anything to worry about and to see whether it's completely excised so um so if it is raised and if we're not worried about it then shaving it shave excision is an option if it is not raised and if we are worried about it, then shave excision is not even an option so uh, that's that's exhibit a um, if it is an option then the difference is the pattern is scarring a shave excision leaves a size the base of the lesion whereas a, a formal excision leaves a straight line which is slightly longer than the lesion because you have to make it into an ellipse most moles are round you have to make it into an ellipse when you cut it out so the, the scar is longer than the base but it's um, but it's a hairline scar as opposed to the shave which leaves a patch the other things to think about is if it's pigmented if it's brown then sometimes the pigment remains so you end up the pigment goes layer deeper than the level of the shave so sometimes you have a flat scar but brown and also if it's got hairs growing it in it sometimes the hairs are um are um still there if you do a shave so that the hairs can go level deeper than the level of the shave and that is um so you might be have a flat scar with hairs in it so if you're worried about hair growth and if you're worried about the uh, color then an excision would be the thing to do but if you're not worried about those things then the volume of scarring is sometimes less with a shave because it's just a sort of patch the size of the base as opposed to the line um so pros and cons as a, as with m m many things um no right or wrong and um, I've just had an inquiry from a patient about wearing the binder. How, how much post-op is she? I think she's, I saw last week, so it must be a couple of weeks post-op. Um, wondering whether, because the binder's uncomfortable, it's often uncomfortable. The garment after a, 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 um, a tummy tuck is often uncomfortable. So she's asking if she can wear the um, uh, compression pants, the, the seamless shapewear. And I think this is a really good idea um and i like the, the seamless shapewear and certainly if it's more comfortable than the garment i think that's definitely a good thing to do uh similarly with the gynecomastia patients with the male breast reduction uh sometimes they wear the tight tops like the rugby players wear i think just using something that helps with the swelling um something supportive if it digs in if it's uncomfortable if you take it off and you think oh god that's feels so much better then that's wrong it shouldn't be like compression it shouldn't be like really compressing it should be comfortable so if the garment's not comfortable then i think the shapewear is a good idea but um if um it starts to swell because it's this shapewear is probably not as compressive as the garment or just use the word compressive there but if it's not as as supportive as the garment then uh, it might swell more so it's always a balance so you might have to go back to the garment if things start to swell um and um so yeah so mix you might have to mix and match and see how it goes 
God, that's it. I don't know. I hope I didn't feel like I didn't. I'm not trying to rush things. I mean, I know that celebrity. Actually, it's not celebrity antiques road trip. It's just standard antiques road trip. But still, can't complain. Um, I'm still going to get a bit of antiques road trip. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Unless anyone's got any live questions, live live it up, uh, live it up, live it up. Um, I have missed these historically. So I, I, I think I'm looking at the right page, although I cannot be certain about that. So if there is any livey, livey questions that I'm missing, I will ask them on my looking at the feed. Or if there's any questions from the replay, I will definitely answer them on the feed and answer them next week if you want me to. And as ever, please ask your questions through the usual channels. Um, email Laura, post them here or on Twitter or whatever and uh, that'd be great and if you are watching this live what are you doing why aren't you watching antiques road trip it's on bbc2 um and if you're watching on the replay um i um hope you watch antiques road trip as i'm about to do um so i'm going to check myself out of here and i will see you next time i'm at the barps meeting tomorrow uh yeah tomorrow tomorrow afternoon going to the barps meeting in london which is a the, the plastic surgery conference in london i'm talking at the conference on friday which is very exciting um and um talking about my clinic and how to run a run a clinic basically um so that's going to be good so i might uh, have something to say about that on on next week but uh but also i'll, I'll be uh, happy to answer any questions and uh i don't know why i'm rambling on so much I'm going to check myself out. Speak to you soon. See you next week. Bye. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.